Hey there, you're listening to Women to Women Podcast with Gina and Jade. Hello, and welcome back to Women to Women Podcast, y'all. Um, so I know we've kind of been MIA for like the past week, but this week has still been a little bit tricky. So I decided that it would be great to bring my mom on and just catch up with her. Normally, whenever she's on, you guys always send me messages talking about how funny she is. So I thought, okay, well, let's, you know, um, revisit the idea. So hello, mom. How are you today? What up, what up, what up? Hey, ladies. It's me, Jen the friend, Jade's mom. How's everyone? Um, I'm sorry if our voices are so low. We've kind of been battling like a little sickness over the past week or so. So we're still like in our recovery phase of trying to feel better. And no, it was not COVID. Just a little, what'd you call it? Like a upper respiratory infection. Yeah. Something going around. Yeah. So, but we're on the track to becoming healthy girlies again. Um, my mom just went out of town this past weekend. So how was that mom? How was your out of town experience? Well, I believe you call it living because I was living for this past Saturday. Um, of course, um, our family are big wrestling aficionados. So Royal Rumble was in town, San Antonio, and uh, we made a trip out there even and Jade won tickets. She won free tickets on the radio to go. But I didn't go. Just FYI. <laughs> She didn't go. She was very generous enough to pass it to another, uh, some other family members that really wanted to go. And um, they had a great time and and were very appreciative of everything that uh, Jay did for them. And uh, my time was, I just ventured and just let, let time have what it, what it will with me. I just enjoyed it. Went with the flow. Usually I have a meeting. I'm always in meetings and and listening to people, but this was a time for to listen to people that I really care about, especially other women that are out there trying to make it in the world, trying to live for themselves, trying to make a difference and um, and just live. And as we know, being a woman, it can be difficult, uh, but it I think it's important that we have support for each other, no matter how far we are, uh, whether we're in another city, another state, even another country, uh, that we support each other uh, 100%. And sometimes that support looks just like being quiet and, and listening to that friend, to that to that girlfriend of yours, you know? What is that thing that you and your best friend always say, like, do you want a bitch or do you want advice or something? Well, uh, yeah, before, sometimes there's times where you just want a bitch. So, what Willie and I usually say is, uh, okay, so is this a call that you do you want to just um, vent or did you do you want advice? And that way we know the tone of the call because sometimes people just, they don't want, they don't need your feedback. Uh, they just want to vent. They just need to release it. And no, we're not licensed counselors, but as women, we do play that role sometimes, right? Where we just, uh, and you do that a lot with me you're you are my uh <laughs> my unpaid counselor therapist life coach you talk me off the ledge uh, there'll be times where I I'm um you know how I get in my my emotional deep emotional Scorpio ways shout out to all the Scorpios out there um however uh sometimes we just don't feel like being um we don't feel like being even advice or anything we just want to be heard <laughs> sorry if you guys heard calvin just pop his little head in to be nosy and take off again mm-hmm. um well that makes me think about okay so what did you what did you get to do over the weekend uh well i got to meet with one of my my friends my partners in advocacy her name is michelle shout out to michelle um, she's a very bright woman. She's done presentations worldwide in London. And um, I just got to sit and be in, in that energy with her, excuse me, 
of of just all of her great knowledge and and we went to go have a nice lunch we went to look around the pearl district area in san antonio just kind of took it in uh, she's fairly new to the area uh, down there in the pearl district so there's like, so many cute little restaurants and shops to like look through and she said there was this jazz bar she wanted to go to or just to check it out but she couldn't find it and i said well there's it says it's up it, there, it didn't say it's upstairs it just said elevator and texas jazz society or something and so it was like we took an elevator to another upstairs and then there was this beautiful like lounge with little candles very romantic uh the concert wasn't hadn't started yet but we got some information and i think that's the beauty of just exploring your city or your surrounding or wherever you're at that you can there's so many cute little spots and having somebody to explore with doesn't have to exactly be romantically linked but just going with a good girlfriend, you know, uh, my good Judy, like my good sister, like we're going to go and explore. Your good Judy? Girl. Yes. My good Judy. Okay. Well, I do think like, no matter what city you live in, you should always, you know, just take one day to be a tourist in your own city and yes. do like touristy things and, you know, explore and go to sites. Because I feel like a lot of people kind of take it take their city for granted basically like mm -hmm. if i've lived here all my life there's nothing great about it or whatever but you never know like things are forever evolving forever like upgrading so it's like here we've we have an aquarium the texas state aquarium we don't go often but when we do go there's always something new happening or whatever but it's like we have the largest aquarium in texas or something right or it's something huge like that towards mm -hmm. like people literally come down here just to go to the aquarium and it's like oh well if they want to go see it, maybe there's something great about it. Let's go and not take it for granted type deal. So that's nice. I feel like that sounds go cool. I always wanted to go to like a, a jazz club or something myself, but I don't mm -hmm. think we have anything like that here. Well, I know that, of course, we have like the Texas Jazz Society and they have like jazz festival, but there are different bands that they like, they play like light jazz at different um different establishments i know one time we went to tannins they had like a nice little jazz player in the background i want to say it was like saxophone another guy with a guitar um and then back to people not taking advantage of their city or uh not looking into little things the good thing about that with texas state aquarium or the um the science museum or the art museum sometimes they're linked. Like I know that there's some kind of special going on right now. If you're a member, I'm all, which I'm not yet, but you can get in a discount at the other museums. So it, it, they're trying to like push that cultural aspect. But what's funny is a friend of mine did tell me that she felt that the natural museum, the, the science museum here was a little steeped in colonialism. So I was like, I guess I never, I, it's been a while since I've been there, but well, the last time with Kaylee and it was a Dia de los Puertos celebration, uh, maybe pre-pandemic, but it was also like, let me go back and take a look. Cause she was like, have you ever been to the Whataburger um, on downtown? And they have that statue of that man or whatever. Seen outside. Well, she said there's a collage on the second floor. And I was like, Girl, I'm just so busy stuffing my face. I don't even have, I'm not even paying attention. Is it? But it has been a while since I've been up, upstairs. Usually I, usually I don't stay there and eat. But you know, it's been years since I've eaten. She goes, well, take a look and look at the mural on the second floor at Waterburger downtown, and tell me what you see. And I was like, okay, I'll make sure to do that. So the next time we'll have some more conversation, uh, some more conversation pieces, uh, to go through. But that's also something I didn't look at. She's And she's not from Corpus, but she saw that when she came and looked at different um, museums and, you know, came to Whataburger, she noticed that. And that was a, a that was a good uh, eye conversation. Eye opener. Yeah, because I hadn't even What's kind thought of like about she's it. An, she's not an outsider, mm -hmm. but she's like a, somebody looking in because she's mm -hmm. not from here. So it's super easy to just to look overlook those things when you're in the city. Yes. Or whatever. Yeah. And not just not take account of that. Um, 
at all. And, and I felt when I was in her city that I saw a lot of different things too, or in different art and different, and how, like, it's a beautiful city uh, and there's all this different construction, but there's also still um, old houses in the middle of a development. And she said some of these people, uh, they didn't have been bought out yet. They're still holding on to their property. And that's even important to know because I didn't even know that kind of stuff was going on in all the development stuff. And, and that's important to know too. Mm-hmm. Um, you also met up with one of our cousin's girlfriends up there. So how mm-hmm. was that? Like his legitimate girlfriend, not like one of his girlfriends, but like his girlfriend. Yes, our our honorary cousin Belle, shout out to Belle, um, and her roommates, Nana and Andrea, I believe. Uh, they were fabulous. One of them is a mariachi, sings beautiful. They they went to go do karaoke and I was cheering them on. Uh, we went to this cute little bar. Not my cup of tea, but that's okay. I'm I taste all kinds of teas from now and then. <laughs> and this one was a like an emo zombie bar, but uh it was it was cute. They had cute little drinks and and little blood bags filled with alcohol that you can try. And what I did like about that place is, and I don't drink often, but I do love chamoy, and they like rimmed your glass with chamoy and 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 uh chamoy and what's the other one? The dahin, yeah. And that was good. And then Belle got hers dressed too. And But then before you know it, we had like our whole hands were all were like red with chamoy. I was like, where's the hot Cheetos? And they did have a, they did have a Frito pie for five bucks. So thank you, Belle, for buying me that too. <laughs> but these are also young women in the city uh, trying to find themselves and just in the culture. And we had such great conversations like after the club while we were just you know eating some canes and just vegging out and uh, we had some really good conversations about mental health and what it means to be the actually the stigma of mental health in the brown communities and so we were just I would just enjoyed listening to them and interacting and understanding like even though we're we come from different generations that we can't, it all intersects and that we're able to, we're able to agree on something, on things, most of the things, actually, I I actually loved the conversations and, and how, how much uh, mental health is just stigmatized in, uh, in brown and, and black communities, but it's okay. Like people don't even realize that they need these services and you just need, and we just need that again. We need that support. You know, we need that support, and to be able to help our our brothers and sisters, and let them know, like, hey, these are resources out here for you. But then also, is a mental health community actually um, is it viable in your community? Is are there places that you can go to seek help? I don't think there's that many though. I feel like there are, but then they're not talked about. Like, it's like a they don't advertise or they're not on social media so it's like hard to find so many places and then when you do it's like they're either rude or it's like an outdated old woman or something who's just like not trying to help right uh, excuse me of course like in my advocacy work I know in times before there's only like certain places you can go but there are other organizations out there that are willing to help and that's the thing is that they're probably booked they're probably you know busy it doesn't excuse that that they can't help I think they can it just takes a little bit more effort than it usually would than picking up the phone and making an appointment and that can be a little disheartening but again maybe asking for some support and helping get those uh, those resources and maybe we can um maybe we can link some resources later on on Instagram or something yeah totally I mean I'm not in charge of the social media I'm just saying yeah, I'll link some resources for the Corpus Christi community um, in the description box on this episode. Um, so what do you, do you have any like New Year's resolutions for this year, mom? Or like anything like to better yourself? Any goals? Well, first of all, it's 11-11. So let me go ahead and make a wish. Everyone, stop what you're doing. Make a wish, a little mini manifestation. 
for your goals and dreams come true fun fact my mom sends me a an 11 11 text every day yes because we're manifesting not just resolutions but what we want in life we're getting what we want what we deserve it's ours we weren't meant to be on this earth just paying bills and struggling and no ma'am uh i was meant to just dress rest be catered to you know living the champagne life um but anyways yeah so new resolutions anything um well something I told myself I really want to do is because I have um what we call partners all over the state of Texas and these are women and men that I've been working with uh since last year uh to push things into legislation with the new um the 88th Texas legislature or getting some things done with like um PTA groups things that are helping uh, to advocate for persons with disabilities and especially children, students. Uh, we're, there's so many issues. It's so broad, but everyone brings something unique to the table. And even though we've been meet, we've all quote unquote met online because this was a program that we did online um, because of the pandemic, we, um, now we have an alumni group and I told myself for this year, I'd really like to make an effort to meet in person uh, some of my fellow uh, advocates in person because we've done things online and we've had meetings upon meetings upon meetings. However, um, that's something I would like to do is to meet these people, be in their space and understand like, don't be scared to travel. Um I don't know how it's going to get done, but it'll get done and go out and face those fears of being in another city, being around people. Maybe I don't know a hundred percent, but that being in their energy too. And actually this weekend was the first, um, was the first, well, actually I would say second, because I have a partner in here in Corpus Christi who's fabulous. And, and we told ourselves we will be meeting more to get more things done around the city when it comes to advocacy and when it comes to helping people. Uh, and so this weekend was uh, a nice a nice way to check that off the box for San Antonio because I did meet my partner, in, uh, one of my partners in San Antonio, uh, being in their energy, being in their world and taking a step out of mine and experiencing that with other people. And, and not just... Um, my advocate um, brothers and sisters, but other family members, like, you know, they always visit Corpus, but when have I went to go visit them? You know, and most of them are willing to let me stay there for a while. So, so maybe for a weekend, just staying with them, hanging out, being in their world, I think is important. It's something that I really want to explore this year besides uh, fixing my credit, getting a house, getting a car, maybe a cute boyfriend, getting my hair done, working on my eyebrows and my health. <laughs> God, yeah. well speaking of staying with people sorry how do you take into consideration like boundaries or people's personal space because not everybody's like like they say one thing mm -hmm. and then it's like you come and then they're like oh you can't use these fucking bowls or whatever the fuck you know what i mean well yes uh that actually happened when i went with um aunt willie that I didn't know I was, when I was in Florida, mm -hmm. I was making oatmeal uh, or overnight oats in the same bowl. Uh, but I did not know that was Patches' favorite bowl. <laughs> so he put a sign and he put like, do not use this bowl or, or something. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm so sorry. And I, I apologize. And I didn't realize that it was your favorite bowl. I'm so sorry. And he was like, no, it's okay. Uh, you didn't know. I just had, it. it's it's misplaced every day and I look for it. And so, <laughs> so I understand that. So I told myself that too, before I, um, of course, go up there, plan, plan, plan uh, the best way to be mindful. If like I do go that, does this weekend work for you? Is it cool? Could I crash there? I mean, it's not all of them I'm going to crash at their house. You know, I'll get a hotel or something with my perks or however I can, you know, my GoFundMe, whatever. Um, but I'll also link that in the description <laughs> box. My mom's GoFundMe for her traveling. This year. No, no, no. Cash app, cash app. Go, GoFundMe takes 30%. No, thanks. Gosh. However, um, uh, yes, being very mindful of people and their boundaries, because that has happened to me before. 
And then um, also just asking, like, does that work for them? Is it okay not to overstay my welcome either? Make sure it's an um, it's a good amount of time because, you know, to respect people's spaces too. I don't always have to stay there, uh, but for, in some places I do want to stay there so I can, uh, one, save money and two, uh, you know, just just be around them too and just have that time. It, it's people always say like, oh, things aren't how they used to be or we're not, we're, I want it to be like how we were when we were cousins. And it's like, girl, it's 2023. Okay. This is a not 1992. And you know me, I love the nineties. I lived them. I was there for everything, every major event in the nineties. Cause I was a fabulous little teenager then. However, um, I think it's important to not, it's important for us to look in the past, but it's also important for us to look into the future and not be afraid to try some of these new things. And you, you know how paranoid I can be as well. So uh, for a long time, I was always afraid to fly, to get on a plane and it can be nerve wracking, but I still want to jump back on that horse and, and get it done. Like, let's do it. I'm sure. Now, if you want me to visit you, let me know. And we'll have a fabulous time. But you're going to have to pay for everything. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, oh, sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry that we're just over here dying and sick. <laughs> sorry. Um, I can't believe that it's already the last day of January. Like I know. It went by super fast. So fast. Um, But I'm glad that I've survived January because that's what I was going to put. And actually it's called January as in Jennifer. Uh, but I, I, I'm happy because I, I'm thankful that at least for today, I'm here on the last day of February because, January. huh? January. Oh, January. Girl, slow down. Because it's just so scary. I've had some friends, some dear friends that, um, or uh, different fellow community members uh, that have not made it and they didn't get to make it to the end of January. And it's really scary how so many people are are passing. And I know it's a way of life, but you, you know how paranoid I am on that too. Well, like I said, that is the only thing guaranteed in this life is death. So Ugh. we're all going to die one day. Yes. But every since then, I'm going to be living every MF day till then. Thank you very much. No, I agree. I just feel, I feel like there's no point in like, fighting with your baby daddy every day or having like a shit relationship every day like life is literally so short and I would hate for people to like die and the last thing they did was like get into a fight with their significant other or something like you know what I mean or work at a shitty ass job that they fucking hate like life is really super short there's some people who don't even make it to one years old you know what I mean like so it's it's it really is like precious you know, and so I, it always like makes me so sad when I see people like staying in toxic relationships or don't know how to like work their way out of it, or they feel like they have nowhere to turn or whatever. Um, same thing with jobs, like money on me, I'm gonna quit a job. I don't care. Like I, I would rather yes. quit yes. and yeah. find something else. And one thing my mom always told me was to like, always have the money coming in, like never stop the money. But I also feel like where there's a will, there's a way. So is if you're not going to be homeless then i think you'll be okay just quit the fucking job you'll find money somewhere that's why there's government assistance and stuff well, yeah and there's also like it's not like you don't have to just rely on one source of money there's please make it a fact to have more than one source of money and that doesn't have to just come from a job i mean as we know there's also this whole culture of side hustle now and excuse me, sometimes that even takes off to something even bigger and brighter than somebody even imagined. So um, there's the side hustle. There's And then there's just passive income that you can get if you own land, if you have a um, a, a, ga- a natural gas rig, you'll have little checks coming in. And it's kind of like, oh, well, I don't fucking have that. That doesn't mean you can't. It doesn't mean that there's not uh, there's not ways to get it because I never said... I never said as a parent, I never said like, you have to have a job. I just said, keep the money coming in. Now, whatever you got to do, go ahead and do it. But not, you know, everything. However, I did have a friend of mine tell me that she did have to do her taxes on her only, her, she found out her daughter was doing on OnlyFans because she had to do something with her taxes 
And she ended up finding out that her daughter made like, I think her daughter made like almost $100,000 off of OnlyFans like within the year. And I was like, girl, where do I sign up? <laughs> Holy shit. That's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And she was doing it. Uh, I don't exactly know what she was doing because I think you can do like anything on OnlyFans, right? I mean, mm -hmm. within reason, I guess. Um, but it's like, girl, use what you got to get what you want. Hello, Players Club. <laughs> um, but I think it's important that because money's important. Oh, actually, money's an illusion, as they say. However, it's just uh trying to some people are just trying to survive to the next day, you know. Uh and that I understand that, but please know that there are other resources. And if you need help, girl, hit me up. I'm your friend. I'll, you know, if the, when it comes to anything, because there is government assistance and there's no shame in that as well. And maybe sometimes you have an idea that you want to get out there. Well, there's grants to support that too. Now they're not just going to come out and say it and throw it in your face. Understand people are not just going to be jumping up at the fact to throw you money, you know, um, but there are resources out there. Just, uh, just let me know, hit me up. You know, I'm on Instagram as well. And I'll also link her Instagram down below again mm -hmm. for you guys. So y'all can follow her. Um, but anyways, I know it's, um, last night we kind of talked about like going through a divorce and and like you know finding yourself again um do you feel like like how many of your friends at their age have gone through divorce i want to say like half of my friends that were married like right out of high school are on their second marriage now uh, and they have had they have a very successful second marriage <laughs> but i mean that that's those are the stats anyway it's it's like 50 50 you know there's some i have some friends that have been been married uh since you know 1999 2000 and they're still married to this day which is um it's a lot of work that's why i won't do it it's too much work for me honey well, <laughs> I don't say like if most people don't even make it to five years or whatever like that if you make it to like a five the five year mark that's like a big deal because like eighty percent of couples don't make it that far some of them don't even make it to the second year or some shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I would say like how because I mean I have some friends that have been married like I said since the late nineties and they're still married to this day, and then I have some friends that they were married in the late nineties. Uh, but now they're on their second marriage and that's okay because they live and, and they're still uh, some of them are very cordial still with their exes because they still have to co-parent and they still have to have that open communication with them. And there's some of them that don't speak to their exes at all. And, but I see my friends um, thriving and they're making it work for their children. Uh, I, I would say by any means necessary, they are, they are people who work, they put in the work uh, they have a great network of support and all that takes time too. I mean, uh, for me, I've had friends since kindergarten that we're still friends, you know, that doesn't always happen and that's okay. Um, but know that there's anything is possible uh, after a divorce uh, for a second marriage. I mean, and that's okay. That's actually, that's kind of like the American way. Anyway, if your family, it's, it's kind of hard to still find families that are just Hey, it's us four, mom, dad, sister, brother, you know, now it's mainly three children and a mom and a dad, or, um, you know, two moms, two dads, what have you. And that's okay. That is, that is the world we are in now. And it, and it's, it's acceptable and it's okay. My mom's very, um, what is it? A liberal? Like she's very inclusive and stuff. Yes, I am. If I am pro-black, uh, pro-gay, pro-ho, pro-at all, okay? So, yes, everyone's invited to this party over here. And I think it's important because we're all in the same boat. We're all in these marginalized communities that we're in the same boat fighting against some of these same, um, these same issues. And who does, I mean, everybody wants to be included in love. And um, everybody deserves an invitation to the show to the party 
except for like you know pedophiles but otherwise than that yes oh sad you know when you said that like everybody wants to be like loved i thought about like just like an old white mean woman mm -hmm. who's just like miserable and it's like no shit all they all they need is like somebody to just be like kinder to them or like you know what i mean show them love or these old just like old mean people in general oh. or they need to have an orgasm multiple ones because <laughs> maybe if they were they wouldn't be so they wouldn't be in such a bad mood yeah and it's like i always think about that like why are you so fucking mad i always watch those um like karen tiktok videos yes like, uh -huh. i don't know it's like as soon as i see one on my for you page i see like 50 more mm -hmm. and so then it's like ma'am it's not that deep why like what in their right mind tells them let me just go ahead and like bother this fucking person i have no clue who they even are and it's not even against only black people like i see white karens mm -hmm. being mean to you know other white people i even see mm -hmm. i've seen a few black karens being mean to black people like it's just like what what gives you this sense of like entitlement but my favorite thing is that like people nowadays are kind of like fuck this i'm gonna put it up with your shit like mm -hmm. try that shit somewhere else and i'm like oh yes and i always wonder like how I'm going to be if I ever encounter a situation a situation like that because it's like some people are very like ma'am what is your problem and then there's other people who are like bitch don't fucking play with me I'm like I'm not the one <laughs> and it's like those ones are even more entertaining but it's just like why are you so miserable like I don't understand why people just want to like inflict misery on others because they're so mad you know what I mean yeah well it's it's that old saying misery loves company and they're miserable. They're not loved. But it, it also has to do more like with themselves because uh, as a person, as a human, we need to love on ourselves as well, whatever that looks like. Um, and if it means, hey, I just want to veg out and watch Grays all night, like some people. There's nothing wrong yeah, with that. That's exactly. That's what they need. And that's okay. But they don't allow themselves because they were like programmed to think a certain way like no you better get up in the morning and hustle and like no girl I will make money while I sleep thank you let me go back to my beauty rest like girl and I, you know me I've always been like that I have never been this kind of person like well the authority said no ma'am not me uh-uh no ma'am so and I will always be that way <laughs> Oh my gosh, I saw him on yesterday with the lady who fucking told us something in the car on this whole pickup line to pick up Kaylee <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I mean, I was kind of upset too, but my mom really wasn't fucking around. I was like, okay, what the fuck happened from this car ride that she was kind of like, uh, bitch, no, not today. Right. Well, I'm proud of you too, because you did question her as well. Um, how, yes. And shout out to all parents that are in the pickup line. I hope you're in the pickup line I'm right now. All of them, because some of them are fucking stupid. Well, that's true too. But that's why they need to listen to this podcast while they're in the pickup line, please, ladies. Uh, because they're it was and this is what I, this is what's annoying to me is that i'm okay with people like okay sure let's do it sure let's work it out but there's some people that have this little authoritative little little attitude about them and when we were in when and and girl i still need to make that email <laughs> while we were in line yesterday there was one car that was not moving up there was two cars we didn't we we didn't know excuse me, that the person wasn't in the car. We, but we need, we know we need to move up. So the car in front of us moved up a little. And so we moved up too. And the crossing guard comes our way. And, I, and remember I told you like, I don't even feel like talking to her. Like she better not come this way. La 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 la. Cause we were in the middle of a little cheese, a little gossip, little tea session. And I can't have my tea interrupted girl. I love a good tea session. I love a good Kiki. So she came up with her big ass nose. <laughs> And I'm sorry, I've been having something against big noses lately. I don't know what it is. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a cute nose. All my all my grandchildren do, so I'm always looking at cute little noses except for mine. Anyway, her freaking nose, her her whole being, Jade unrolls the window, and the first thing she tells us is, do you remember, Jade? You know you're not supposed to be here, right? <laughs> exactly. You know you're not supposed to be here, right? It's like, ugh excuse me like that little meme went off in my head like you know clutching my pearls like do you know who I am like girl like just this the worst attitude and and I just like well where is she supposed to go you know just like 
and and Jade was also asking like, okay, so what's the next step? You know, uh, and then she's and then she was surprised, right? Her yeah. face was kind of like, huh? You know, because she was like, girl, I know you're not going to come to my car and tell me you're not supposed to be here. And that's why I was going to write a strongly worded email to the principal. Like they don't have enough to, shit to deal with. But it's like, hey, I get it. But that's not how you approach somebody in the car. You know, you're not supposed to be here. Uh, no, you're not supposed to talk to me that way, lady. Uh, and then when we started, you know, asking her, then she got all, uh, 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 you know, and then she starts to go ahead and blame the restaurant that's next to us and saying, well, you could get a ticket because these people have been complaining. And well, that sounds like a you problem, girl. Go and talk to the restaurant. Don't come and talk to me. Like, go get that shit settled. Don't don't bring that shit over here, girl. We're just trying to pick up my grand, my glam baby and, and keep it keep it going and keep it cute. You're, and by the way, you're over here flirting with my Theo while we're in line, girl. Oh don't think God. I don't see. And that's funny because uh, when we went to pick up Kaylee last time, she was, oh, but if I was a man, girl, you would come to me with some real cute little attitude trying to bat your stupid little eyes with your ugly ass eyeliner. Girl, please. Oh, I want to preface this by saying she's like a 50-year-old woman. So. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. She's a vieja. She's like a somebody's fussy ass tia. That's what she's like. You know, everybody has that fussy ass tia. Like, you're like, oh, girl. Yeah, I know you're judging me. I don't even want to fuck with you right now, but you're here, girl. So let me just go ahead and give you a little kiss on the hug and tell you hello. Girl, everyone has one of those. Exactly. Um, That's not me, though. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, how the fuck did I also know that this, this fucking lady got out of her car? Like, that's not my fault. If we're supposed to be going with the flow of traffic, then why aren't we moving? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the other person who's just, like, miserable and old, like, ma'am, a better job i know they don't pay you enough for this shit it's not even in your job description yeah uh, but it's also um it's also like you are a professional you do represent the school district please think twice before you approach a car with that one attitude and that verbiage because you're saying you know we don't belong here especially in this day and age i think i'm just done with the whole ignorance shit i'm so done with it because as someone told me before do better <laughs> oh lord you tell your mom that one time and she never fucking lets it go girl she had me gagged i didn't know what i was like oh excuse me <laughs> she made it her fucking life's mission statement girl. and it's true though it, it is true like it's not enough for me to do this and this and that do better chalk it up do better but if i hold myself to that standard girl we're equal right so you need to do the same thing and this lady she needed to be minding her her stuff and come at come at people in in a correct way and just especially with the climate we're dealing with and i don't mean in weather i mean the, the times that we're living are very different uh, actually i was watching something this fabulous advocate um on instagram was saying and she you know those how you can do duet with a mm-hmm. tiktok and how one girl was saying, like, there is no going back to quote unquote normal. Just it was a whole lie anyway, or something like that. And I'm not one of these conspiracy theorists, but that's not what she was trying to say. What she was trying to say is like, there's, I mean, and I will, and I, we can, they can do it. They can, things can be done. We've seen it. We've seen it. If you didn't think you could work at home, yes, yes, uh, you can. They can make things happen. We've seen that um in the past couple of years but understand too that it's still a very traumatic time for people they're still processing that when we're seeing these meltdowns well not karen's but but other people that are are melting down or having these uh having these like mental breakdowns on camera that is kind of like the quote-unquote new normal because people are still processing the trauma of the pandemic and then of course there's people that they're still denying it and then there's people that are just not saying anything and uh as much about their whole damn families wiped out from covid yeah exactly so it's it's and 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 prayers for them still but that it's still traumatizing to these people that everyone that's still trying to process it i mean people went homeless people you know they 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 have these conditions now and that's what i was saying like Girl, do I have this cough because of COVID? Because I swear to God, I'll be so pissed off. <laughs> but I mean, she the the way she put it was like, yeah, these are different times. This is actually 
the behavior that comes from that. And so that's why that we need to be a little bit more accepting to people. Um, oh, but now she's going to come with me with attitude. Wow. Well, no, like, <laughs> my favorite thing is like dealing with somebody like a professional somewhere else mm-hmm. that is very much like a, let me cater to you. Like, what can I do for you? What can I get you? How can I help mm-hmm. you type deal? And really trying to help me instead of just being like, okay, let me, I don't really know the answer to that. I'll get back mm-hmm. to you in like a week or whatever the fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Or somebody like the lady at the fucking front office at my daughter's school, like just no charisma, no smile, no nothing. Like I like to be greeted with a smile. Mm-hmm. I try to greet people with a smile, even though I did tell I Do you though? I do. Even though I just want to say, like, I'm just not fucking smiling at everybody because people are so fucking rude. Like, you smile at them at HV and they just like ignore you or Mm -hmm. don't smile back. And that makes me also say, I hate when people, when my kids tell somebody hi and they don't respond. Shit pisses me off so bad. I know. I feel like grabbing them and saying, say fucking hi to them right now. (laughs) I know, especially because Calvin's now getting to that thing where he's like, hi to everybody. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, couples are fucking assholes. Mm -hmm. I'm not them. (laughs) Poor baby. But yeah, like, I don't know if you're going to be like in a customer service role. And I feel like at this point, everything's customer service. Like no matter what you do, you're dealing with somebody. Just be nice. Like just have common courtesy. Just say hello, greet them, smile, mm-hmm. whatever. Well, like, on both ways too. Yeah. Because like, they have to deal with a bunch of shit. Exactly. Like don't, I saw a TikTok last night that, excuse me, or actually it was this morning that this guy went to like Duncan and he put like a, a mobile order in and so she was like okay which well, can you just pull up and he was like i'm not gonna pull up i called your district manager they said that's not your policy so i don't have to pull up and she was like mm-hmm. what the fuck so she went and got her manager and he was like you want to lose your job or what like you're gonna lose your job because call your district manager she was like no you call him and <laughs> he was like you're gonna lose your job for this whatever she was like i have to make your order he was like that's fine nobody's behind me make the order like i'm not gonna pull up and she was like i don't deserve you like and he was like, you, he told her something about her job. And she was like, look, if you feel like you have the power to get me fired from this job, go ahead and do it. Do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. And, I, and he posted it to TikTok, but ended up like taking it down because nobody agreed with him. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like bashing the fuck out of him. And I only saw it because like somebody else kind of like stitched it and explained mm-hmm. the situation or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what a dumbass. Like, why do we treat retail? I mean, granted, there are some that have fucking attitudes and are rude as fuck, <laughs> but it's like, okay i'm still gonna try to be nice to you but i'm also at that point where it's like i'm gonna match your energy so you're giving me like low vibration energy i'm gonna give it back like i don't have time to be like super sweet while you're fucking spitting in my face it just mm-hmm. it's not gonna work these days well, yeah because that's that's the thing too is people's like i think during the holidays it said like just be nice to retail workers and and i mean there's some places like hey i don't want to shop at uh particularly walmart um sure will i take the occasional you know eraser during um during my swipe at the customer what is it called self-checkout well but but they're not known for their customer service you know but at the same time i know during the holidays it's like be nice to people you know these people that work at starbucks people that work in fast food uh, because in and all these people are i think i shared a meme a while back that it was like boomers say like oh if you don't like quit and then people are like fine I did quit so now what now there's a shortage of restaurant workers and waiters and then they're like and nobody wants to work no 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 nobody wants to get paid these bullshit ass wages treated like shit yeah not worth it I mean and I'm all mind you I was just gonna you know (laughs) popped off at that lady (laughs) but it wasn't a real pop off it was just kind of like standing my ground I don't what I'm saying like it's I'm done with the ignorant bullshit it's not enough to be silent. I'm just not going to say anything. No, <clears throat> honey, I'm going to say a little something. I'm going to make you laugh. I'm going to throw that little shady tea. But also it's like, l- listen, we're both human. We're trying to be in this space together. Let's also not be ignorant to other things too. Because I think that's a huge problem right now is being ignorant. And just saying like a, a, a little generic ass statement, like, oh, I don't usually... um. I, I don't really side both ways. Well, we need to be mindful of who we're getting in bed with, especially when it comes to uh, politicians. And I know it can be very boring, but if you listen to my upcoming podcast, ah, that Jay will probably help me produce. Not her fucking plugging herself right now. Yeah, of course. Of course. Why not? You know, it's I'm a PR person. So, of course, um, that it can be boring. But if we can, if, if, if we can show it in ways that are, um, 
interesting and funny and you know especially with cancel culture i wish some of these politicians would be canceled like celebrities are because these politicians are messing with our lives every day with these new bills and new things that they're trying to introduce and it's not just for one community it's all communities throughout throughout your state or throughout the country and it's hard because people are just trying to live day to day so you don't have time to listen to the bullshit because you're busy trying to bathe the babies and uh, put food on the table and, you know, um, have sex with your husband, whatever, you know, whatever the, uh, um, the daily, the daily assignments are, but you don't have time uh, to really sit and listen or pay attention. But because I am older and, you know, girl, I'm not retired yet, but girl, she never worked anyway. But anyway, I have the time and because I am passionate about things like that, it's important to share like, hey, yes, we want this to pass, but do we really want to get in bed with a blatant discriminatory asshole? I don't think so. And I think it's important that we help support and inform each other if we know things and be informed, not this in, not, not this misinformation bullshit that's going around either, you know? Speaking of not having time, that makes me think about like the PTA at schools and stuff or like bless you because yes because you can hear or like <laughs> things that are required of parents when it's like you know parents have multiple kids at this point like I only know like a couple people who only have one child so it's mm-hmm. like they they have so much to juggle already and then you want to like add on to their plates of oh like mm-hmm. we're gonna do this fundraiser or this uh, speaking of fundraisers Kaylee's selling cookies if anybody wants to buy any mm-hmm. um and Cameron is too. I just got that email a little while ago. Girl, uh-uh, not Cameron. Yeah. No, ma'am. They're not going to exploit my little three-year-old gland, baby. No. No, but I agree. It's very annoying how these schools are with the parents. Uh, just with their hands out every fucking week. Like, every week I turn around, y'all motherfuckers are asking for something. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> no shit. Like, and it's not like the girls go to, like, a predominantly, like, rich school I guess you could say mm-hmm. I mean, it's a mix because it's like a, a lottery school so you mm-hmm. have to like w- apply and get selected mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff so there is like different <laughs> categories families, you know there's like your lower income and there's kids who have moms who are fucking doctors and shit so it's like a little mix of both um but it's like y'all a girl over here is struggling like y'all can expect me to fucking spend so much money every year for this school and then I see no like what are we getting out of this or what am I what am, how do my kids benefit from you guys always asking for money like where does it go you exactly know what I mean? like what's the return on investment and I mean this was I was having this great conversation with with Grams yesterday too about this like what's the strategy I mean and that's why I say that Jade needs to go ahead and be PTA president but I just feel like it's like uh like they're not gonna just hand over the reins. You know what I mean? Like well, we won't know till we try. They might not hand I think they will because they're tired as fuck and they need for the parents to step in too. But I also think it goes back to sense of community and hey, are there bitches that probably you can't stand that their kids go to the same school? I'm sure. But there's probably some really good parents there, maybe some acquaintances from the past. It's like, hey, your kid goes here too. Let's talk. Let's have a play date. Let's mm-hmm. have a kiki, whatever. And then working with that and then um, actually connecting with teachers, parents, and of course, students. But it's so hard, I think, for teachers and both teachers and parents, because I know teachers are really getting the shit end stick right now as well. They are. I feel so bad for them. But mm-hmm. I'm also like... Like, I don't mind helping my kids' teacher. Like, whenever they ask for stuff, I'm I'm always quick to send it. Versus, like, the school is asking. I'm like, oh, fuck you. Like, unless mm-hmm. the teacher's going to ask me herself, I'm not really sending anything. Um, Like, because I know they already get paid shit. They work mm-hmm. all these fucking hours. They deal with shithead kids. They deal with parents who aren't helping, who don't give a fuck, who they're just kind of, like, seen as glorified babysitters or whatever. Um, but- I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't like, mean it. They also don't get to actually teach or educate as they would love to because there's so many disciplinarian problems. Mm -hmm. And I've seen that too. And of course, on like teacher TikTok, they talk about that. And um, 
And it sucks because uh, the administration, they get paid the big bucks, yet the teachers are the ones in the trenches with the kids. Um, and I mean, all, all uh, grades, you know, the thing is too, it's like, what's the strategy? What, how are they trying? That's why I told JD, like, oh, we need to get a little bit more involved in PTA because, and this is, this is bullshit, you know? And even if it's like, I feel like there are parents that they don't have the time. So if it were me, I would say like, okay, listen, if you don't have the time, one way that it's an an easy way to to be involved in the child's school, share their social media. First of all, go like their page, share their social media posts, um, let people know like, hey, this is a PTA, this is what they're doing or what the teachers are doing, because I think that's important too. And I love when I see teachers that are really involved in TikTok and um, involved in social media, because that you have to be, you're going to be a fucking dinosaur if you don't go with the trends. I mean, girl, I'm a Toka Boca pro now. <laughs> <laughs> the other day, sorry. Cameron came to me with the whole, Glammy, can you help me make a Wednesday Toka? And in my mind, I was like, oh, hell no, girl. I don't know how to, I don't know how to fucking do Toka. And I told myself, girl, you better face your fears and do something, girl, because you're going to be a fucking dinosaur out here. And Sure enough, we sat down and did like a little Wednesday Adams, little Tokaboka avatar or whatever. And it was so cute. And I was really proud of myself. Like, and it's really not that hard. Now, designing the house, that's something else. That's more your forte with your Sims and everything. But I would like to, you know, start, hey, like I need, I can't just say like, oh, Glummy doesn't know how to do that. Mm, girl, Glummy needs to be learning, girl. So, excuse me, always be learning and always be in that mix of, Especially with technology, it takes, I'm on social media anyway. Let me go like the school's page. Let me go, you know, it's okay. 10, 15 minutes a day learning something. It, it'll, it'll, it'll improve over time. So should I give myself a challenge for February then? What? Um, I don't know, maybe some exercise challenge or some new skill challenge. We are, we are at the end of the month. I do want to do myself like a monthly recap, but also what are the... Like, like you had asked me resolutions, but I think I'm going to take it. Maybe I'll take it month by month from here. So I am proud of myself because I did check off uh, one person that I did meet and I would like to meet someone else this upcoming February. Let's see if I can, let's see if I can pull it out of my ass, <laughs> but um, maybe that's what as, as moms, as women, uh, just doing on the daily, just making a little challenge for yourself. Cause something, <clears throat> my best friend every morning sends me his gratitude list every morning, never fails for the past five years. And every morning there's some cute little gem and something he told, he posted was I, I get to try to be a little bit, a better version of my a little bit better version of myself today than I was yesterday. And I thought, I, I like that. I really do because it's just like, I'm a piece of shit. I love to drink sweet tea. I love fucking candy. I love looking at men on TV. Oh, women too sometimes. <laughs> I'll take a good titty sometimes. But also that um, I, if I drink water throughout the day, that's still an accomplishment for me to cleanse my body, mind my business, drinking my water, a little squirt of lemon you know she don't ever fucking mind her own damn business that is a motherfucking line yes but beyonce said that like drinking my water money my biz so they want to try um because girl you know i always come with the i come in with the hot tea R best believe that however um i did see a meme that said this lady lived to be 115 and you know how i'm afraid of dying she said she lived to be 115 by avoiding toxic people so that i i shared that on my story and i was like so i'm not, not just supposed to talk to my family ever again or what <laughs> excuse me i have like a smoker's cough or something and i do not smoke she's very very anti-smoking mm -hmm. yes i'm not gonna judge you but and it's funny because Belle smokes cigarettes and then she was like, Jen, I'm going to smoke. I'm like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> it's her car, her rules. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, what do you feel about that? Like making a little monthly um, 
mini challenge where it's something like, hey, I'm, and he does take it day to day. He does take it day to day. He calls it just for today. Uh, but just like just for today, I am drinking water all day today. No sweet tea. Girl, sweet tea is like my vice. No shit. She's really drinking that fucking gold peak. Sweet okay, tea. but that's no sweet. That's no sugar. I'm having to buy it by the case though because she's just fucking drinking me out of a house and I'm over here. Oh, excuse me. Uh, no. mm, yeah. Uh, because and I don't know if anybody can relate to this. You ever see those like Instagram posts where it's like, instead of watching TV, read a book, instead of doing this, do this. And it's like, girl, it's not that simple. No. Um, because I do, I go to the library, We I get books and sometimes I read them and then I start falling asleep, you know, but I do believe in the power of reading and educating yourself more. But sometimes I don't want to think about shit and I just want to watch my shows like Sopranos or The Wire, which were, I mean, they're 20 year old shows, but they still hold up to this day and they're my favorite. So it's like, can you just leave me alone and let me be watching violence on uh, TV, please? Thank you. <laughs> There's sometimes that I just want to do that. And I think that's okay because sometimes in different cultures, people are judged for that. And it's like, oh, you're just being webona. You're just being there. like, bitch, leave me alone. If I want to fucking sit here for an hour and just stew, vehement, leave me alone. No, I, I feel like it's like the equivalent of a mental health day. Everybody needs one, <clears throat> especially like once a week. You need that time to just be and regroup and just like do nothing. Like don't have anything going on in your brain because your brain gets overworked so much, especially now with this whole like hustle culture people are constantly on the move they never stop to just like take a second for themselves or whatever so it's like that's super important yes like I remember when I first got here and I asked you like what do you do for fun so like you're didn't give me your answer but what I can see is you love vegging out watching grays or gossip girl but if that's what works for you girl more power to you then I haven't watched Grey's in months, so I definitely uh, I'm gonna bring it. Keep on bringing it up. <laughs> you know, I found out that Deb, who is my mother, Isaiah's mom, my mother-in-law, she um is like a a charmed person. So like her Grey's is charmed. She's watched it like Ooh. so many times, the whole series or whatever. Interesting. But she said she said that she was like, you know, I watch it like you watch Grey's, and I was like, ugh, <laughs> I don't even watch. Like I don't watch it that much. <laughs> Uh, girl, understatement. She's seen like all seasons, like times, I don't know, five times over, five. It's over five this about now. Yeah. But I cannot say anything because I'm the same way with Sopranos. You can ask me anything and I know everything about the show. So I guess what would be for any of the listeners, what's your go-to show? I mean, mine is Sopranos or The Wire right now. That's what I'm watching. Jade's, as we know, you're my person. Isaiah and my mom constantly send me like great memes or like quotes I guess to be like inspiring but I'm actually watching Gossip Girl right now and not the old one I finished the old one now I'm watching like the reboot which I found that just got canceled so I'm like then why the fuck am I watching this yeah I hate when that happens too it seems like a waste of time and it's like damn it's I mean that's why I don't get attached that much that's why I stick to the old tried and true because it'll never leave me I know how it ends and um it's like an, an anxiety um thing like to rewatch mm -hmm. shows you've already watched because you know how they're going to end so it doesn't mm -hmm. it doesn't hike up your anxiety not knowing like mm -hmm. people who have anxiety are supposed to like you know have like a schedule to kind of help them mm -hmm. like get into like a routine so it's like routine mm -hmm. for you to already know what's going to happen to them what's going on you're not going to be shocked or surprised so you're not going to be like oh my god what's going to happen or whatever the fuck like you already know so it's like a com like a comfort thing yes for people with anxiety yes and sometimes though it's funny because there's this one episode that actually there's two episodes that still to this day make my stomach nervous even though i know how it ends i just they're beloved characters and of course on a show like the sopranos no one survives <laughs> Oh, it's not how crazy is everybody just mm. gets killed off and shit pretty much. But I guess maybe that goes back to the whole Isaiah saying the one thing guaranteed in life is death. <laughs> oh god. But anyways, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up now. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed my mom's company this week. 
Hopefully, fingers crossed, Gina will be back next week. Yes, Gina. Yes, girl. She's had a pretty a little hectic schedule recently. So our scheduling conflicts are just all over the place. And um, with me being sick and Kaylee's birthday just passed, um, mm-hmm. it's just been crazy. But we're going to get back into the swing of things. We have some guests lined up for February. Um, yes. And since you guys will be hearing this on the 1st, I hope you guys set your intentions for your new month. You guys plan out your bills and whatever else you have going on. Oh, and yes, Black History Month. Please know that they're going to have tons of events at Texas A&M CC. If you guys get a chance, uh, Wednesday night, they're going to have a nice little mixer, free food, music. Please come in and and join in on the festivities because it's very important that we recognize this as well. Yeah, like for me, Black History Month is all year. It's not Black History Month, it's Black History Year. So well said well said of course we're gonna go ahead and acknowledge that as well um if you guys have any questions comments concerns go ahead and slide into our dms if you're not already following us on instagram it's at woman to woman pod underscore um yeah yeah do you want to um plug yourself for your instagram uh yes you know it's me your girl glam pig 19 living the champagne campaign girl hit me up jen the friend you need some resources need some advocacy uh needs a little good tea let me know girl if you can't say anything nice about anybody come and sit next to me <laughs> that's probably like her housewives uh tagline oh that's a whole nother one but that's for next episode <laughs> anyways enjoy your first of your month have a great day try to um keep a good head on your shoulders for today and positive vibes see you next time bye, bye. bye.